You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. While we wait for more significant offseason player movement, it'd be time to take a bit of a retrospective look at the 2020 Major League Baseball season. Today, I will continue looking at hitters who vastly exceeded expectations in 2020. But first, let's get some reaction to the Cy Young Awards. In the American League, Cleveland's Shane Bieber was the unanimous winner. He went 8-1. 1.63 ERA, 0.87 whip, with 122 strikeouts in 77 and a third innings. Prorating that strikeout rate over a full season would have Bieber with 329 strikeouts in 208 innings. That's not bad. Not bad at all. So that one was easy. Runners up were Kenta Maeda and Hyunjin Ryu. Uh, and it was a career best season for Maeda in his first season with the Minnesota Twins. Ryu was even better in 2019 when, like Maeda, uh, he was with the Dodgers. Uh, but Rue was expected to be an ace for Toronto, and he delivered. Uh, the rest of those receiving votes uh, for the American League Cy Young included uh, Garrett Cole, who was great for the Yankees, though not as dominant as he was with Houston in 2019. Dallas Keuchel, who was strangely effective. He had a 1.99 ERA, 1.09 whip uh, for the White Sox, despite a low strikeout rate. Lance Lynn, uh, the only decent starter for Texas. Uh, Lucas Giolito. Uh, who's the real ace of the White Sox staff, Chris Bassett, the surprise ace in Oakland, Dylan Bundy, uh, renewing his career promise for the Angels after leaving Baltimore, uh, Liam Hendricks, uh, who is lights out as the A's closer, and Framber Valdez, who was quietly effective in the regular season, but was more loudly effective in the playoffs. As for the National League Cy Young, it wasn't quite unanimous, but Cincinnati's Trevor Bauer did receive 90% of the first place votes. Bauer had a 1.73 ERA, 0.80 whip, and 100 strikeouts in 73 innings. Bauer had flashed this kind of form in 2018, so it's not entirely unexpected that he was on top of, the, on top of his game in this shortened season. The Cubs' Hugh Darvish earned the other three first-place votes. His 2.01 ERA, 0.96 whip were excellent, though not quite as good as Bauer. Uh, Darvish's 2.23 fielding independent pitching was best in the National League. The other finalist was the Mets' Jacob deGrom, who had won the National League Cy Young in 2018-2019. deGrom continues to pitch at an elite level and often doesn't get rewarded with wins. Uh, nevertheless, uh, his performance in 2020 was pretty much consistent with the excellence that he had shown in the previous two seasons. The rest of the pitchers uh, to receive votes for the National League Cy Young. Dienelson Lamette, uh, 2.09 ERA, 0.86 whip, 12.1 strikeouts per nine, those are numbers that make you uh, Cy Young worthy, that's for sure. Max Fried emerged as the ace of the Atlanta Braves staff. Corbin Burns started the season in the bullpen and then put up a ridiculous season uh, for the Brewers. Uh, sort of a surprise ace. Uh, Aaron Nola had a good season but uh, for the Phillies, but his 3.28 ERA, 3.19 fielding independent pitching were both a little high uh, for his placement in, in the voting. I don't, I don't mind him finishing somewhere in the top 10, but this, this does seem a little bit uh, higher than his numbers warrant. 
uh, Devin Williams, the National League Rookie of the Year, only pitched 27 innings, but they were magnificent innings. Had a 0.33 ERA, 0.63 WHIP. Uh, Zach Gallen was a bright light, maybe the only bright light for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kyle Hendricks uh, quietly uh, delivered an ace performance for the Cubs. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, who, who had a strong enough season, 2.16 ERA, 0.84 WHIP, that he probably could have finished higher in the voting. Uh, maybe flip him and Aaron Nola. Uh, and I'd feel better about this. Uh, and then Zach Wheeler fared well in his first season with the Phillies, though, uh, strangely enough, Wheeler had a lower strikeout rate in, in a year when uh, strikeouts were obviously in vogue and, and much easier to come by. So coming up next, we'll look at some more surprising fantasy hitters from the 2020 season. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites, peanut butter chocolate and salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, and high-protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I'm having a little bit of success. But I leaned right into it with Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. And use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore FantasyMLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So, let's continue with what I was doing on the last podcast, and that is looking at hitters who dramatically exceeded uh, their fantasy draft slot in 2020. And once again, a caveat. One of the central points about any analysis for players in 2020 is that it's a ridiculously small sample. Uh, in any other year, you wouldn't go crazy over uh, your opinion of a player in two months. Uh, so just keep that in mind. That's all we got in 2020. So the players that were good in 2020 aren't necessarily good, and the players that are bad in 2020 weren't necessarily bad. Uh, that said, uh, there may at least be some trends worth uh, keeping an eye on uh, as you head towards 2021. So uh, we'll pick up uh, our list of surprising hitters with Trent Grisham, uh, center fielder for the San Diego Padres. Preseason uh, ranking 266, final ranking 91st. Uh, he was given a shot as the starting center fielder uh, in San Diego, and Grisham only hit 251. But he scored 42 runs, had 10 home runs, and 10 stolen bases. In a full season, that's more than 100 runs scored with more than 25 home runs and 25 stolen bases. Not bad for a guy you could get off the waiver wire in many leagues. How about Brandon Belt, first baseman for the San Francisco Giants, preseason ranked 370, ended up ranked 103rd. The 32-year-old has never hit 20 home runs in a season, but he did put up 9 home runs in 179 plate appearances for the Giants. He also had a 356 batting average on balls in play, which led him to a career-high 309 batting average. Belt's barrel rate, hard hit rate, and home run fly ball rate all skyrocketed. So he hit the ball a lot harder in 2020. He was also more disciplined, swinging at fewer pitches outside the zone than ever before, which led to a career-high walk rate and career-low strikeout rate. Randall Grichuk, 29-year-old Blue Jays outfielder, preseason ranked 275, ended up ranked 113th. 
he's been enigmatic for most of his career, despite hitting a career-high 31 home runs in 2019 and having four straight seasons with more than 20 home runs. A shortened 2020 season allowed Grichuk to not only hit for power, he did have a dozen home runs, but he also hit 273, his best average by a lot since 2015. The bizarre part of this is that Grichuk made contact on way more pitches outside the zone than normal. He wasn't any more discerning at the plate. He was as aggressive as ever, but didn't strike out as much because he made contact more frequently, even on pitches that maybe he shouldn't have been swinging at in the first place. All told, that would still make me worry about Grichuk being able to carry that higher batting average for a full season. Kyle Seeger, third baseman for the Seattle Mariners, was preseason ranked 350, ended up ranked 115th. The 33-year-old played every day, literally, and was way more disciplined at the plate. He had a career-high walk rate and a career-low strikeout rate, most notably avoiding swinging at pitches outside the zone, kind of the opposite of Randall Grichuk. For his career, Seager swings at 25.1% of pitches outside the zone. In 2020, it was 18.1%. It seems a little late in his career to be making that kind of adjustment, but if he can continue that going forward, it may prolong Seager's usefulness. Seager's teammate, center fielder Kyle Lewis, uh, who was preseason ranked 411th, ended up ranked 117th. Uh, I talked about Lewis a few podcasts ago when he won the American League Rookie of the Year. There was some sleeper value to him before the season because he had six home runs and just 75 plate appearances in 2019. Then Lewis got off to a great start in 2020 and suddenly was the hot pickup from the waiver wire in the first couple weeks of the season. San Francisco Giants outfielder Alex Dickerson, preseason ranked 447th, ended up ranked 132nd. A 30-year-old outfielder, he returned to the majors in 2019 and had never had 300 plate appearances in a major league season. So expectations obviously weren't that high for him going into 2020. He played regularly for the Giants and contributed 10 home runs while hitting 298, which is entirely useful for fantasy purposes. It's not exciting or flashy, but more than enough to fill a spot. Atlanta Braves catcher Travis Darnot. Preseason rank 338. Final ranking 134. The 31-year-old catcher never really clicked as a top prospect, and even though he showed some promise in his early days with the Mets, he ultimately crashed and played just four games in 2018, and he split 2019 between three teams. So it's safe to say expectations were modest coming into 2020 for Darno. And then he had nine home runs, 34 RBIs, and hit 321. Sure, he did have a 411 batting average on balls in play, which would never last a full season, but it's also noteworthy because none of his underlying performance suggested dramatic change. His hard hit rate and barrel rate were much improved, but Darno uh, pretty much walked about the same and struck out about the same. Uh, but it just when he did make contact, it was more solid contact. Uh, Adam Duvall, uh, Adarno's teammate in Atlanta, uh, preseason ranked 421, uh, ended up ranked 141. Uh, a 32-year-old power hitter who has twice hit more than 30 home runs. Duvall played just 41 games in 2019, and that led to low expectations for 2020. He responded with 16 home runs, and while he hit the ball hard, he usually hits the ball hard. The difference for Duvall in 2020 was that he had a regular role in a corner outfield spot for the Braves. And that was no guarantee coming into the season. 
How about Robinson Cano, second baseman for the Mets? Preseason ranked 386, final ranking 160th. Cano turned 38 in October, was coming off a career worst season in 2019 when he hit just 256 in his first season for the Mets. Also, it was his first season after serving a PED suspension. So it would have been easy to forecast his career being effectively done. Turns out, Cano's bat still had a little life left in it. He did have 10 home runs thanks to an inflated home run fly ball rate of 26.3%, but he also hit 316, despite being more aggressive at the plate. I'd still be wary of Cano in 2021 because, well, he's 38. But it's conceivable he might be able to hit enough to fill a middle infield slot. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back Friday with more stats for offseason prep and hopefully some more player movement to analyze. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.